Data, of course, is king. And understanding who your most engaged viewers are on your events is absolutely crucial. Hi ho there, welcome to another episode of the Webinar Lab. This is episode seven. This episode of the Webinar Lab is of course brought to you by Easy Webinar. In this episode of the Webinar Lab, we interview Jason Caruso. He's the co-founder of a blog called Woodland Bakery. In this episode, Jason talks about his success with running his very first automated webinar, along with crucial stats that helped him to know when to deliver a webinar, how long it should be, and more. So without further ado, throw on that lab coat and let's dive in to the webinar lab. So I used Easy Webinar for the first time. The first webinar made Casey, now it's up to like $14,000, you know, between, nice. you know, referring, you know, you know, products and the actual event and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the replay, people coming later, not yep. having the money to buy. What really drew me to webinars is the, the one to many sales, right? Like it's not, it's not one to one. Every other sales platform is one to one. And that was one thing. The other thing was that I'm a terrible salesman. So like, I feel like if I can just be honest and be, you know, really looking out for the people I'm trying to sell to, like yep. I feel like that, that'll come through. That was a big reason why I got into webinars. And you know, you told me that while you've been building up this business, you still maintain a, uh, a, 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 like a, I, I think it's a nine to five job, right? Would you call that like another reason as to why you thought, you know, automated webinars might be the way to do it? I, I, yeah, I said this to you when we were speaking. I said, I, I just can't do the live thing. Um, I'm sure they work really well, and I'm sure I'd be fine at doing them. Yeah. But it's just one more thing. I just, I just can't do. I, I hear you. That so the idea behind you know why you wanted to jump in and do automated events was to leverage your time, so you could be somewhere without having to be there. But, but l let me just say this though. I'm testing as well. Like I, I'm mm -hmm. testing what it's like to have multiple, you know, like two-day available webinars and then like three-day and then like one day. Right. And then like if the one day does better than the two and three days, I'm going to stop doing the automated and maybe move to like a live because I'm just going to see what works. And Yeah, it's all about you know, testing. Yeah. I want to ask you a quick question about how your easy webinar conversions were because you'd mentioned this yesterday and I know you know you t test Facebook ads and you know some days they're good some days they're not but you know you were you were mentioning that you know yesterday um, you were mentioning that you had how many cold um, cold signups did you have and or uh, how, how much how much traffic did you get versus the uh, uh, opt-ins into the uh, registration page if you could share that yeah so of course I'm, I'm completely open to sharing anything you like um, I had 30% conversion rate. I had a 30%. 30 right. It from was cold traffic from cold traffic. Yeah. Right. So I had 76 signups. That's what it was. I had 76 signups, and I think we were doing the math, and I it was like just about the same amount of people that came to the page or something like that. It worked out to be 30% conversion. And now you're probably just testing that every day. You're checking it out, and as you mentioned already, you know the cool thing about what you can do with Easy Webinar, obviously, is like you can change those times around at any particular you know time that you want so you know you can have an event that you run every single day um, or you can go in and with one click of the button change that to 
running it on Thursday, you know, at two different times, you know. And the, the cool thing is, like, anybody who already signed up, like, say I had somebody sign up an hour ago, and I decide to change the event uh, right now, it's not going to affect that person that signed up an hour ago. They're going to be still signed up for the event that they've signed up for, even if I change the registration page around. So well, I'm glad you said that because I wasn't sure. <laughs> First of all, I, th I think um, you need to use the data that EasyWebinar provides. So what I did was I set up like three, like a whole, an entire week of like options, you know, like two days, three days out, you know, how many. And then what I did was I chose the most chosen time and day, and then I'm running a single event at that time and day. Oh, so you cloned you cloned the, the, the events and changed the dates on those. Is that how you did it? Yes. And then whatever I had the most signups for, whatever day and time that was, mm -hmm. I made a one-time event at that day and time. Ah, gotcha. That's what you could do with the software. It's almost like A B, you know, it's almost like split testing times uh, by cloning and then you can and kind of do that. So you figured out what the day is that people preferred. So what what was that? What day is it? And what time is that? Okay, so for, <laughs> for me, for me and my audience, because yeah. again, you need to know your audience, right? It's like all my, about your audience. I mean, this, what Jason's going to share is not necessarily going to work for your specific audience, but I think it's good that we kind of get, you know, people share what their what their community likes. You know, and I want to see if it's something maybe similar to what my people like. Okay, so I have two days. Thursday is always seems like the best, even at work. At my work emails, Thursday is a great day, and Sunday, the two days for me that were good. What times do you do on those days? So I always try to like time it around the East Coast, the West Coast, and like Central. Yeah. At like their lunchtime, and then mm -hmm. like after dinner. Yeah, and then also like an like a morning time in case anybody's up early and they feel like watching it. So like you know twelve o'clock and then like a seven o'clock or six thirty or something like that. Just those are seem to work the best for me. I'm testing out lead pages right now, um, as as you did, and I just want to say that one thing that I really love about webinar software is the notifications, and you lose that when you go to a lead pages. I mean, yes, you can have an automated uh, sequence through AWeber or one of these things, but they don't work like the software works, right? Like the software can do it better, I think. Well, and the software can do it in your attendee's own time zone. So if, like, you have multiple people in different time zones signing up at different times, you, your, your autoresponder won't be able to catch all that. Uh, in fact, your autoresponder is pretty much only really good for say a one time you know those one time events okay thank you very much guys for listening to this episode of the webinar lab now remember these are pre-recorded interviews that were done in our mini course called webinarminicourse.com and if you'd like to access all of the content in webinar mini course where you get free workbooks downloads and videos that will help you to learn how to become a webinar master you can go to webinarminicourse.com that's www.webinarminicourse.com and get access to that right away now if you'd like to check out our automated webinar that we drive facebook ads to every single day you can actually go to caseyzeman.com forward slash webinar that's caseyzeman.com forward slash webinar 
If you like the content you're learning here at the Webinar Lab, be sure to subscribe. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.